I have so many things to talk about still. We didn't talk about anything. And I think that's a great introduction. <laughs> to do an introductory spiel for our podcast i'm trying to trick you into starting the podcast <laughs> there is no i i don't believe in introductions i think introductions are lame if you want an introduction uh listen to any one of ten thousand stupid wrestling podcasts where i get asked about what I, how'd you get into wrestling? How'd you like uh, wrestling in the ECW arena? I didn't. Thank you. <laughs> I didn't in the ECW arena. <laughs> for CZW, not in the ECW arena, I didn't. Thanks. Oh, no. Because here on your cage match, you've had 98 matches. Yeah, this month. Thank you. Cagematch.com. Yeah. Man, I want to go back and listen to your interviews. These sound great. I was interviewed before on a wrestling podcast. Tell me all you were on wrestling. Was it were they like world famous superstar pre show <laughs> ring announcer? You know what? Oh my gosh. I honestly don't want to make it to the main show because I would like to be marketed as just pre show ring announcer. Like there's no evidence that I exist anywhere, but like I want it to stay that way. <laughs> It's not true. There's there are pictures of you in a wrestling ring. There's picture. <laughs> I've seen I've seen I've literally seen picture, but I, I I think that one is enough and like nothing else. Like I want 50 years from now, people like see my name, like maybe they're researching Bizarro Lucha and they're just like, oh yeah, I heard there's like this little brown girl that did announcing. And then there's just like <laughs> one picture. <laughs> well, that's the thing is being on being the ring announcer of the pre-show match is enough that I'm sure you're, you've got a hundred creepy wrestling fans that follow Mm-mm. you and are going to creepy thing. No, only it's like, I think I only it's have like have... two or three creeps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inevitable that they will eventually, they will come. They will be creepy. Well, there's no evidence that I'm there. One picture. That's all it takes. Well, okay. We'll the ball see. Is rolling. We'll see. The ball is rolling. On what? Well, let's start this podcast. It says okay. Recording. You're recording. I told you I'm. I'm recording. Is this? Is this how it starts? I think it, it starts <laughs> first. So Matt did start that podcast. The last podcast I was on just started in the middle of me talking. I don't know what's going on ever. Should I? Should I start here then? I guess just so. like right in the middle of that last sentence. Right. Like that's how, that's how it works. So if we're talking about things that are strange, that's, that's, since that's the, the motif of this podcast that is absolutely not about professional wrestling. In any way, <laughs> shape, or and if we talk about wrestling, it's purely by mistake and it's solely because we have nothing else to talk about. However, okay, except I do think I take issue with that kind of, uh, because I don't know if we overlap in our wrestling taste that much. Because, like, I know we have, like, kind of a smallish window where, we're like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. But I really like weird wrestling. <laughs> I run a really weird wrestling show. That's the introduction. Oh, uh, I've been in the <laughs> professional wrestling uh, business for over a decade. I run a really weird show. Uh, wrestling's cool. I guess. So. That already feels like is. too much wrestling. I'm not going to lie. That seems like too much wrestling. <laughs> yeah, we've already talked about too much wrestling. Already. <laughs> Let's talk about weird things. So, on the list of weird things, um, I was drinking. Three, three weird things in one sentence. I was watching a Japanese horror movie called Tetsuo while 
freezing in my downstairs mother's storage room while drinking a Mountain Dew Zero. Here are the three things that are strange. One, Tetsuo the Bullet Man. Two, I'm freezing in May. Three, I'm drinking a Mountain Dew Zero, which is a thing that exists now. That's a real thing. Mountain Dew Zero. Doesn't taste anything like Mountain Dew in any way, shape, or form. Which is Mountain Dew Zero. Real, real strange. (laughs) If you've noticed that, my (laughs) chaos already. Chaos. Okay. The run in. I stop. Wrestling words. Oh, God, God, God. That's, That's. Diving into the deep end already. <laughs> we got dogs and wrestling spots. Mm. Okay. I guess first, I feel like people should know what the concept behind Planet Strange is. There's a concept behind what we're doing right now? You know, that might be the best explanation. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we had an idea for what we think of when... You know, we think of our, our title, Planet Strange. Yes. We live very okay. strange lives <laughs> and we like strange things. <laughs> Are you, is that really all you're giving me? Before we, before we started recording, we had a lengthier talk about what Planet Strange is to us. But as soon as I hit record, you've got one sentence. The macabre and obscure. Give me, give me the weirdest stuff on the planet. Everything's so weird. Everything's strange. We could talk about weird stuff like haunted houses and ghosts, or we could talk about the fact that Mountain Dew Zero exists. That's a thing. It's real uh, in the world. The fact that you're drinking it, what is happening with you? I don't know. <laughs> I suck down any form of caffeine that I can find because Starbucks is closed, so I got I to gotta get my fix somehow. You know, I feel like this isn't the the best way to start a Planet Strange podcast, but I feel like I just want to roast you real quick. Ever since I saw you drinking canned water, I really have had no idea how to think of you. Okay. So, (laughs) to carry on, speaking of strange, and you want to complain, Liquid Death is awesome. It is great. Uh, I didn't bring any brand into it. I just said canned water. Canned water. Okay, well, people ask me how it tastes. What like water. It, it looks like water. It's water in a can. It is liter- It tastes like metal water. It's not that it's good or that it's better for you. I'm just tricking myself into drinking water by drinking out of a can as if it has caffeine. You're like <laughs> a Midwest bougie. Like, you have these strange bougie elements to you. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like... The, the canned water, I thought, wow, who is this I person? am very high-end white trash. I have a Louis Vuitton purse. I was going to bring up the Louis Vuitton because, you know, thinking about Bushi, um, I always think about the Louis, so. Oh, I talk about it as often as I can. <laughs> I liked it. Louis Vuitton purse, Mercedes-Benz. Very classy, obviously. I wow. know, right? I don't think we belong on the same podcast. (laughs) I think absolutely. We're the weirdest people I know. (laughs) Which I I find very interesting um, because you are immersed in weirdness. That's true. So we weren't going to talk about wrestling, but... uh, (laughs) So we've brought up Bizarro Lucha, kind of. um, And at some... At some point during one of the shows, I was in the locker room looking around at all these people in wacky masks doing bizarre (laughs) characters and being just generally strange. And I realized that my life is a really fucked version of Willy Wonka. Like, it's just so strange. Everything is so strange. I can see that. All these weirdos that are dressed up like monsters and dinosaurs. And I'm just, I am entwined in the most obscure of things all of my interests are so weird why couldn't i be normal can we just be normal people is that no we can't we literally cannot we we are incapable of it um 
which is why I want to talk to you for an hour. Um, because we have, hours. We, we could, because for having seemingly different like lives, because I, someone told me that my life, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of a nice way that they said it, that basically I find really boring things exciting and they were telling me yeah. how jealous they are of that because like I lost my keys and it was like an adventure to find my keys in my house. And they were just like, I love how the simple things like just like really excite you. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm that like, by everything small like that. <laughs> I think that my kind of strange is very mundane. Like I've told you some of my stories, like where I just have these really, really weird things that happen to me but it's not overly exciting or out of the ordinary, but it's just so odd. Odd is good. I'm more odd. (laughs) Like, I mean, like case in point, like my, my whole, like all of my quote unquote weird Japan stories are me at work and something just like unravels. Like things like that. You live a Harry Potter story. It's like a weird J.K. Rowling, this uh, a weird American girl from Indiana ends up somewhere in Japan living the strangest life. Just like, really? If we were to revert, if we revert back to the beginning of what this podcast should have been, the real mm. introduction should probably, we should probably talk about the fact that we have known each other for probably like mm-hmm. four years now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of our discourse has been through every form of social media, including yes. physical mail. And we've <laughs> probably met in person two times. And it was because I forced you to come hang out with me at a wrestling show. And I saw you for maybe a grand total of five minutes. I was trying to look for a part that I could, uh, you know, refute, but I think you might not be lying. Um, yeah. I think it's three, three, because I saw you at the first Bizarro show for two seconds. Yeah, barely. You like showed up and then I was busy and then like ran by you and gave you a hug and said hi and that was it. That's literally, that's literally, but for, for that being the case, um, we have a really good friendship. Yeah. Unreasonable. (laughs) unreasonably yeah like better than people that i've spent all of my time around i hate you leave me alone and then i come complain to you about how much i hate everyone well and i think part of it too is that like we're oddly parallel in ways like we have a lot of similarities for for no reason yeah absolutely no reason and, and again, that's why when I thought of, oh, I want to do a podcast um, just about whatever, I thought of you because What's we have up? so many things that we could talk about and so many things that we, um, we just align on uh, as far as what we're interested in. Yes. I think also, like you were talking about, about being like, super interested in just the mundane i think Mm. we both are very like i want to know every aspect of everyone else's life because my life feels so boring and i feel like you're very much the same way so we just like leech off of each other in that way like tell me everything about your life i love learning about people like i'm very interested in like people and subcultures i just want to know you know, it doesn't even have to be exciting. Just, yes. you know, how, how do you live your life? What goes through your head? Tell me about your childhood trauma. <laughs> right. I did a podcast the other day about, uh, about the, the correlation of gay culture and RuPaul's Drag Race mm. in comparison to professional wrestling. And mm. so much of the questioning was like, how did you get into gay culture? And my answers are so like boring. Cause it's mostly just like, how could you not, how could you not be amazed by this? 
I am a Midwestern Caucasian straight male. Nothing is cooler to me than the fact that you've built an entire culture around your sexuality that's way more interesting than anything I do. I'm loving the direction that your interviews are taking. Because um, yeah, I was I just know, floored right? by it's that entire off. thing. <laughs> yeah, it's off the rails. It really, my entire life has gone a, a completely awry. I, but in a, great, in a great way. I mean, so we, you're sitting here talking to me. <laughs> I know, right? We could talk about that as well. The fact that uh, this is our first uh, video conversation of all time, and we're doing it to mm-hmm. film a podcast because we can't just be <laughs> normal people and be like, I want to talk to my friend over, over Zoom. We got to be like, let's record it and make a thing out of it. Look, I need an excuse to talk to you. You have no idea how little human interaction that I have on a daily basis. Okay. Again, I'm <laughs> jealous of that because I have unlimited <laughs> human interaction. And I, I told you this before. When I was in Orlando, I just wanted to be in a quiet room by myself. And I came back here thinking I would get that. And literally from the second I stepped out of my car back onto Indianapolis ground no one has stopped bothering me with questions about like trivial things <coughs> everything oh everything that's, is a question about something that's Always. one of my biggest fears yeah. i love silence I, um i love isolating I myself <laughs> i'm jealous i'm so jealous <laughs> i uh i i think i'm your antisocial self personified yeah, I live vicariously through everything. <laughs> That's why I'm just like, when, when you know, we were trying to figure out when we could record, I'm just like, well, I'm going to be up until at least five in the morning. Like, my days are just not structured like a normal human being. It's just kind of like, what is Tamaya time? Any time is Tamaya time. I, you know. Well, uh, you too can be a bum and live like me. Meanwhile, I don't have any of my own time. My time is everyone else's time. So they're just like, oh, teach a class, do a thing, do this, do that. Run this be errand. Be my podcast. Be my co-host. Uh, <laughs> I'm very happy to be so, uh, one of those people demanding your time. Yeah, that's fine. This is enjoyable to me. I, we're not filming a podcast right now. We're just talking. So Tetsuo we literally are. <laughs> Have you watched this, this pilot movie? episode? Pilot episode. No. So I'm actually very curious about that. Is it a literal bullet? No, Tetsuo the bullet. Okay, I'm going to read you of the vague outline of this movie so that it can mm. change your life forever. Okay. So I w- I started watching it because it's uh, there's some correlation between this and Akira. And Akira is like my favorite anime movie of all time. So I thought, why not? So the description says, a metal fetishist. That's the first Already here for it. Already here for it, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Driven mad by maggots wriggling in the wound he's made to embed metal into his flesh, runs out into the night and is accidentally run down by a Japanese businessman and his girlfriend. The pair dispose of the corpse in hopes Mm. of quietly moving on with their lives. However, Mm -hmm. the businessman soon finds out that he's now plagued by a vicious curse that transforms his flesh into iron. I guess Iron Man was taken. Yeah, well, yeah. I I guess I was. (laughs) Iron Man. So, yes. Well, actually, the Wikipedia says Tetsuo the Iron Man, but Mm -hmm. the movie is called Tetsuo the Bullet Man. Uh, you know, gotta, gotta fear those lawyers, um, right now. <coughs> it was released in 1992 in New York. Oh, wow. in Japan. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It has That's a really 7 out of 10 and a 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is baffling. Because 79% is pretty high for a weird metal fetish Japanese horror movie. <laughs> But you know That's what? I find this promising. Like- yeah, right? Okay, how many? How many people? 80% of how many oh, people? 
It says 81. See, there's always a catch. Yeah, that's true. There's always a... It could be four people. But 81% of them, sorry for not respecting that 1%, um, really liked it. The 1%. It's important that we know about the 1%. Woo! Woo! I like those uh, social commentary. As you've heard me cough multiple times... Uh, Please don't announce that I you am, have. <laughs> Sorry. I, no. So I, <laughs> I cough all like I am sick three hundred days a year. I swear, I really am. I think I'm dying uh, all the time. Uh, I'm not a hypochondriac or anything, but I don't. I can't. There's no way that my immune system is this, this is terrible. Ex- that I'm sick always. Is this an exclusive? Am I? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think uh, the abundant amount of stress I put on myself has completely eroded my uh, immune system, and that's probably it. If I, I live mean, more like it would be great. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm I'm an isolated bum who's probably dying inside. Um, so we're both really bad off. <laughs> As long as your immune system is comparable, you know, like. I might whatever. be doing slightly better in that regard. Um, yeah. But you do crazy things to your body on a regular basis, and I'm you're relatively fine. I'm going to be <laughs> The movie opens. So, like, the first five minutes of the movie is this guy uh, severing his femur like just ripping open his quadricep and shoving a metal bar into his leg and then this maggots you. start eating all his flesh this is going to be you that's the start of the movie that's oh, how they open they open hot <laughs> <laughs> this sounds incredible I, I say with you dying in the background I know yeah, I'm, yeah you really know how to make audio content I do. It's great. Yeah. The worst part is that there will be people that like, they'll they'll take like the dumbest thing I say from this podcast and they'll be like, this is amazing. Retweet, retweet. Like why are you retweet? I'm an idiot. I'm clearly an idiot. No, just kidding. I was going to say, why are you listening? Um, But I don't know if that's great advertising. (laughs) It doesn't need to be. People will listen anyways. We're in quarantine. Everyone needs a podcast, and we just jumped on the bandwagon. Let's all have No, podcasts. no, don't say we jumped on the bandwagon, because I genuinely think that we have things to talk about. Um, I we think do. that we have interesting conversations, uh, and yes. I think that our perspective is not like everyone else's. Yes, but that does not change the fact that like we had previously spoken about in this podcast, we're just doing this so we can talk to each other for over an hour. And that's why you're doing it. I wanted to do a podcast where I talk to my friend about strange things. Well, you chose the wrong co-host because, well, you chose the right, the right co-host for strange things, the Mm. wrong co-host for, uh, for the, uh, your altruistic views on giving the world this delightful in, insight onto our strange and wonderful lives. You know, I think something that is going to be very apparent to anyone that listens is uh, how opposite we approach this podcasting venture because cool. I've been talking about like structure for the past two oh, months. Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Every day. And you. And you start off just like, you know, rambling about how no this is the start of the podcast we're not doing an introduction just record it we're just gonna start in the middle of the sentence just coughing everywhere mountain dew zero and i'm still like trying to like subtly like section it into (laughs) you're trying to get on the rails i'm gonna jump back and forth about tetsuo the bullet man So I, I think that this is the, um, the the tension that is going to be very apparent for every episode um, that follows this. I I'm sure that in some world there are people that want like a structured podcast where it's like we start off with three things that are strange in the world and then we tell a story and then it ends with listener questions. 
Ooh. I like podcasts that are <laughs> weirdos talking to their friends. And I just want to, I listen to podcasts like when I'm doing trivial things. Mm. So I just want to feel like I'm in a room with friends that are not my own. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I definitely think that's an important part because with podcasts, I like people to be likable. Um, and I like to feel like I have friends, which is a sad thing to hear out of context. <laughs> well, the the saddest part is that you said likable, so you clearly <laughs> chose the wrong co-host. Well, that, um, that, that is the thing that is strange, is I have gone out of my way over at least the last decade of my life to give the appearance of the least approachable person that's ever lived. I have this reckless beard. I'm mm. covered in nonsensical, expensive tattoos. Mm. I have painted fingernails and holes drilled into my face. And for whatever reason, one way or another, people, like, if I go into a gas station, I'm for sure going to get somebody approaching me to ask me something. Always. Do they think you work there? <laughs> No, that's the worst. It's always <laughs> something stupid. It's always, oh, where'd you get your tattoos? On the other side of the country. You'll never, ever go there. Don't ask me about my tattoos. Yeah, you really are uh, making oh, yourself you really likable and approachable. I, because I like Dragon Ball Z. Leave me alone. Is that a thing in Dragon Ball Z? <sighs> Terrible. It is. That's a real story. So let's talk about strange. Let's get weird. <laughs> okay, now we're gonna get weird. Yeah, yeah. Like I told you, we don't need a structure. Our whole lives are weird. So since we get feedback like, oh, on the podcast. Please find a structure. Right. Yeah. Of course, people will be like, "Oh, I want listener questions." Uh, no. Uh, and then I come back with listener questions. <laughs> you're asking. Listener questions, and in between each question, I'm just going to talk about Tetsuo the Bullet Man. <laughs> Every single... Hashtag you know Tetsuo. what? That'll be your recurring bit. Tetsuo the Bullet <laughs> Man. I, I'll forget about Tetsuo tomorrow. I won't even finish the movie. You haven't finished it? No. I started it and saw a guy shoving a metal rod in his leg and was like, oh, I'm going to bed. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so that means we can watch it. Yeah, we could do that and come back and talk about it like grown-ups. <laughs> yeah, like grown-ups. That sounds incredible. I'm gonna throw in uh I'm gonna throw in morning radio DJ sounds occasionally, mm. just like Welcome to Planet Strange. This I'm is gonna isolate that. Planet Strange. I'm just gonna insert that every now and then maybe that'll be our, our transition um sound i hope somebody makes it like their ringtone on their phone no one will no one they will. just make the whole family really mad <laughs> if, if that person is you listening <laughs> yeah you're the guy go for it <laughs> so fingernails so let's talk about this so okay. i started painting my fingernails when i was like 12 or 13 years old Mm. And while I do have a proclivity for punk rock music and things that are strange and obscure and, and that whole lifestyle, and I have lots of tattoos and nonsense and stupid holes in my ears, mm. I did not start painting my fingernails because of punk rock music. I started painting my fingernails because all the bad guys in Dragon Ball Z have black fingernails. And I thought the bad guys were really cool. Frieza and Cell, like Majin Buu, Black Fingernails. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Really? Yes. That's what started my fingernail craze. <laughs> First of all, that's what started my fingernail craze. Sounds like some weird... TLC, my fingernail craze. I Coming watched that. Next. <laughs> yeah, right? That is, that's up. exactly what I, I watched. That's really interesting, though. Like, in a weird... I, again, with me being, like, the mundane strange, um, which strange is, I don't know, kind of like a, a catch-all word, because strange is not really descriptive, I guess. Yeah, it's um, every, Everything is strange to someone. But 
it's so unexpected, but I guess that's how life is where it's the tiniest things that, you know, set you off on, I don't know, some kind of thing that you, you find yourself making part of your life. Oh yeah, for sure. I've never like gone into something and been like, this is going to be my life. I'm going to actively make this my whole thing. It's always like something, some weird thing that you find and then you Mm. can't let go of it. (laughs) Or maybe that's just us. Maybe we're just (laughs) obsessed and compulsive and we have weird things that we do, but like, yeah, I don't know. That's it. You know, I, I I apologize for trying to be structured once again, <laughs> but part of me is curious to think about like, what can we tell our audience um, more, I guess more specifically about our strange selves? Because I feel like we have different things that make us strange. And so part of me is wondering like, do you have anything that you think makes me strange? Oh, I, okay. Cause like, I feel like I, I might have an idea for you. This is good. This is good. <laughs> see, good. see, see, give, it's, give structure like a, a chance. We're just no, like, it's not oh, a put down. Are you, are you going to start making fun of me? Because <laughs> mine was like very neutral, enjoyable. No, I don't think anything, to who you are. I don't think anything is necessarily making fun of us, but we have such weird lives and things mm. are just generally strange that it's all going to come out that way. <laughs> huh. That's my life anyway, so yeah. I'm 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 okay with it. To give a a, a brief outline of what is going on right now. Right now, in this mm. moment in time, mm. to to outline your life for said listeners, you are a human being from Indiana who uh, traveled across then. the world. Well, you, I'm not. I'm not going back to the dawn of time. I'm saying from the moment we met. Okay. You're from yes. Indiana. Yes. You moved across the world to Japan. Yes. For multiple years. Two, uh, literally two. That's multiple. That's more than okay. one. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. Multiple I apologize. years. You were in Japan for two years. And during that time, we kept correspondence. And now, here we are. Uh, I am in my mother's basement. You have 15 <laughs> That's a nice basement. <laughs> we're doing a podcast. About weird stuff. Like, what? I don't... This is a mess. If that's my strange, I feel pretty, I feel pretty good about that. Um, weird. Life is... But, like, okay. Let's, let's... Where did you see yourself right now when you were a teenager? Did you see yourself doing a podcast with some weirdo that looks like a criminal? Not at all. About weird stuff and potentially not about wrestling, but also about wrestling? <laughs> not me no um to be honest i don't know if i saw any of of this i actually in high school i never thought about going to japan either um but do you know what's funny in like a laugh or else i'll cry kind of way is uh if i had been able to stick to my original timeline for things and you know a pesky little pandemic hadn't happened um i would be arriving in japan probably around now i was supposed to go back on the 12th of may what a shame <laughs> a shame how sad why are you stuck that's, here with me that's our summary of the the coronavirus mm, what a shame yeah Oh, sad, sad face. I feel like, okay, so for me, my thing that I was going to say makes you strange, quote unquote strange, is how multifaceted you are. You're like a, you're, you're like a little uh, tattooed onion, right? Um, that is a stretch, but please. <laughs> no, 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 because 
And I, I think that this is where you will find that I am an expert wordsmith because the onion part is particularly relevant because I always think about our conversation about crying when I think about like what our friendship is because basically in a nutshell, we're two very emotional people who are emotional about things for like no real reason. Like we just are very in touch with ourselves and I find that it's not strange in a bad way, but I don't think people would talk to you, look at you or whatever and think, oh, you know, there's this, uh, not sensitive side, but sensitive isn't bad either. But just like, I almost want to say goofy <laughs> because some of the crying is a little goofy. Come on now. Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm a very, uh, I'm very in my own head. I think that's like a big part of, of the thing that we share is like, um, for the amount that I talk and the amount that I'm like, uh, very present in a, in a social way, mm. like there's 50,000 more conversations going on in my head. And I feel like we both mm. have constant inner dialogue. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're always talking with a voice that's going on inside your head about everything. Yes. Yes. Were you, no, cause it, it wasn't me. Didn't you have the crying story about the rock? Like an actual rock, not Dwayne Johnson. Which is not a difference that most people have to, have to make. Your terrible Wi-Fi. I just run. Finally. Oh, your bad Wi-Fi finally hit. Okay. It's a good reminder to edit this chunk out. <laughs> I was asking about your, your rock story. Wasn't one of your crying stories kicking a rock? Uh, not a crying story, but just like, uh, so just a perspective onto our stupid outlooks on everything. Like, <laughs> uh, we were talking about being like way too invested into the smallest um, like, un like things that are very unrelatable to the emotion that you mm. feel toward them. And I was mm. talking about like when I was like, I might have been in like middle school or elementary school. I just remember like being on the phone with someone for like two hours, walking around the neighborhood, kicking this rock around the street, and I felt the need to take the rock home and keep it forever because I felt like I had this emotional connection to this rock. Because it reminded me of the yes. conversation. Okay. And that is like the perfect story for what I'm saying. Right. Because like... I feel like if, if, with everything then. If anything like explains our friendship, I think it's that story. <laughs> because that yes. is the kind of person I am. <laughs> right. And that's the outlook I think we have on everything. Like, could you... I think that's a big part of the reason why we're such close friends is because you're, you are outside of professional wrestling, but mm. also inside of it enough that you're like, you get it. You get it in a way that most wrestlers don't get it. And our conversations, I feel like I'm just like, Oh, you get it. And I can talk to the, talk to you about these things. But then there are people mm. that are quote, quote professionals. And I'm just like, you're an idiot. I'm not going to say that you're an idiot because everything you do is valid and I love what you do and it's for you and that's fine, but I disagree entirely and I'm going to go talk to my friend because she gets (laughs) I'm telling you, adjacent. It's it's wrestling adjacent. That's the perspective. That's the perspective that you need. (laughs) Speaking of exactly that, I had this conversation Mm -hmm. with my mom the other day about... Happy Mother's uh, Day. She was talking about Star Wars. She, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. It's Mother's Day. <laughs> uh, I was talking to my mom, and she it was May the 5th, and she was talking about – or yeah, it had to be May the 5th. And she was talking about how uh, she had never seen a Star Wars movie, and all she saw mm-hmm. was Star Wars stuff. And she's like, why, why are people talking about Star Wars? Like, Because the whole May the 4th be with mm-hmm. you thing was the day before. Mm-hmm. And so – I had explained to her why Star Wars is the greatest series of films of all time. 
and it has nothing to do with the actual content of Star Wars. No, no, no. Wait, I'm going to turn you. You're going to listen to this, and you're going to agree with me, because you and I think the same. So, mm-hmm. I started, then I'm going to say I something, and I'll see if we're on the same bandwagon. Okay. I did not start my, my love of Star Wars as a child. It took me to being an adult to fall in love with Star Wars stuff because prior to that, I had done research on Joseph Campbell's hero's story mm-hmm. and the hero's journey follows the Star Wars structure. Mm-hmm. And when George, George Lucas was a student of Joseph Campbell, and so he wrote Star Wars by following the hero's journey. And the hero's journey is like this multiple layered uh, description of basically every good movie and every good source of content ever. The Bible, Star Wars, Harry Potter, it's all the hero's journey. And I am a big fan of storytelling. So, of course, mm-hmm. I got in the hero's journey through storytelling, which got me into Joseph Campbell, it, which got me into George Lucas and Star Wars. And now I watch Star Wars with totally different eyes. Because I'm not just watching, let alone, it should be super cool. Don't make that face at me that people can't see. <laughs> it should be super cool that it's samurais in outer space in both the future and the past somehow. <laughs> but not only is it that, it follows perfectly the hero's journey. And it's the greatest story ever told. And I'll hear nothing else other than that. Thank you for sharing. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> that's the polite way of saying mm-hmm. that was kind of mm, I don't know about that Please tell me your side now <sighs> I don't know if I'm ready for this this is just the pilot I don't know if I'm ready for my full um, <laughs> outlook on Star Wars um, except I can sum it up by I don't care about it but oh. I will say the one thing that made me curious about Star Wars um, and you might fall into the camp that's outraged by this, but this is so like true. Uh, so I, you know, this, the audience probably doesn't, uh, I was an English teacher. I'm sometimes an English teacher. Um, and my course was themed around fandom. And so we were talking about fan theories and there's one about Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> have you, have you read that? I don't know, probably something about him becoming like king of something. And tell me all about it, please. It's Let's like, talk about I, it. <laughs> um, I guess this is the audience participation part where they pull up the theory from Reddit and read it themselves because I cannot um, recount every bit of it. But it was basically the idea that he's kind of a buffoon, um, but he's secretly the big bad of the entire story. And it goes through and it talks about different moments that show that his character has a darker side to it. Um, And it's all about kind of refocusing on who Jar Jar Binks is as a character. I've only seen that one, the, the, the movie that he's in. Um, (laughs) But I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) We had to watch it in, Oh gosh, was I in elementary school or junior high when that came out? Anyway, so I, I've seen that, so I know who he is. It's possible that that's the only one I've seen all the way through. It's possible, okay? I'm not saying it's true. It's possible. But I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, I've heard like, that theory. I know what you're talking about, but it's stupid. Okay, but that was the one thing that I was like, you know, this Star Wars thing sounds kind of interesting. Stop it. Cut it out. No, seriously, are, seriously. So let's let's talk about what what is a thing as far as fandoms go. What's a thing oh, that you're gosh. a huge fan of right now that is not in, inside the world of professional wrestling? There's got to be some off the wall thing that you're interested in right now. Most of my off the wall interests are outside of pro wrestling. <laughs> yeah, sure. I um I always describe myself as a fan of fandom. Like, I'm really interested in how um, fan communities interact or just, like, 
I, I guess just special interest communities. So I'm the kind of person who I like going on YouTube and finding completely outlandish things and just watching very serious videos about them. So like, um, like the videos of people like in their kitchen filming on, you know, their, their flip phone talking about how there are two sons right now and lizard people like, it went off the track of fandom, but just I'm interested in how people are. <sighs> That's boring. Really? I mean, it's not boring. It's it's the opposite of boring. But I wanted, I want, I was trying to, I'm trying to swerve you here. And okay, you what are you? I'm Feed me saying, some of that that swerve, so I can. Well, okay, I guess an easy one then. This is you already made fun of it. One Direction. I love One Direction. Is that what you want? No. There's no story to One Direction. Oh. <laughs> Bunch of nerds. Not a fan. We're, okay, not having a, we're not having a huge fight on the first <laughs> pilot no, episode. I think I do like One Direction. I'm just, my memory is so terrible. I couldn't tell you who wrote what song or who performed what song. I probably love them and I'm just like, oh yeah. You play me 10 songs and I'll be like, oh yeah, I really like that. Because I'm dumb. <laughs> that seems like such a backhanded. <laughs> no, it's factual. Mm. I couldn't. We we've had this talk a million times. I could not remember what I did yesterday. Same. I can tell you. I can tell you some real intricate stuff about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But if you ask me what I did this morning, I will forget. Okay, great. <laughs> that is already over my head. Um, except for, I do remember like the stage version on, on VHS. Um, I, that's like my, <laughs> I love the Teenage Mutant. I live for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I love the about weird Wii, stage. Mm. Since we're talking about weird. So me and my biological father had never gotten along throughout my whole mm. life at any point. But the one thing that I can uh, thankfully say that he got me into was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. My, when my dad and my mom were dating whilst they were teenagers, my dad uh, had a cardboard cutout that he had made of a Ninja That's Turtle amazing. that he had taped onto the passenger side window of his car. So it looked like if he drove past, he had a Ninja Turtle riding in the passenger seat of his car with him. That's fantastic. I love that. That's, that's yeah. My, I my mom, that, still to like, this day, with what? A Harry Styles cutout. Stop. Oh, stop. <laughs> or like oh. any anyone from, you have no idea that if I had money to waste and I'm impoverished. So I don't. Um, and you know, I could find one on eBay. Oh, I would definitely get a one direction cutout. Oh, of course you would. I see. I really do hope no one's listening to this podcast. <laughs> it's going to be just like the last one. Like <clears throat> I'm speaking to you <clears throat> in a way that we're just talking. Yes. And I know I'm going to either, either one, I'm going to, say something that people are going to take the wrong way and get mad at me for or two every time you talk i think about that right i know i always think like what's going to be the one (laughs) yeah or two people are going to listen to this they're going to be like wow these people are awful all they did was talk about themselves the whole time this is our podcast this is this is what i wanted you to say when i tried to get you to talk about the concept we are the concept yeah, I'll talk about more or less, more or less, more or less, more or less, more or less. Because again, like other than Tetsuo, the Bullet Man, uh, <laughs> that's our third podcast. <laughs> it's you, me, and Tetsuo. I'm changing I the name of the third to Tim Tam and Tetsuo, the Bullet Man. <laughs> oh, no, you do have the password now. Oh, no, I have the power. Oh, I wow. control three whole Twitters. 
But the good thing is you will never log into our Twitter again. So um, I know that that's not going to happen. Uh, Told you it's already programmed into my phone. So all I have to do is hit one button. All of my Twitters are in one place. Wow. Look at you. I actually wasn't even sure you knew that feature. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See, you get it. You you know me on such a visceral level. <laughs> so I'm actually really impressed. <laughs> yeah. I have my Twitter hidden on my phone, so it's difficult to get to. It takes physical effort to get to Twitter. That's like me and Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> we are strange monkeys. That's really all it is. We're like weird pre-life form like we're over here see here's the thing is we're making this podcast and we think we're like these educational people that like have it all figured out and we're like oh i'm gonna enlighten you on this strange thing but in reality i never claim to i never claim to right we're both dumb people who are i'm over here telling stories about how i'm like so this rock that i kicked for a couple (laughs) hours like um I would say, as always, I am very intelligent. Um, I'm multifaceted. It's just yeah, you use that same a phrase lot to of describe the... me. Early. You're multifaceted too. Our facets like are just kind of dumb. Yeah, that that's it. That's one <laughs> We I thorough thorough um, uh, transparency with everyone. We are savants of the strange and the unusual and nothing else. Absolutely mm, nothing mm. of any value. Yes. I think that this is valuable. Again, I just told you that I taught an English class themed around fandom. Like, I think that there's value in yeah, everything that people don't value? see value in. I'm not going to teach my entire exactly. course right I'm now. I'm not going to teach my entire course right now. That's it. <laughs> you taught a class so here's on a on a grander scale you Uh taught a class an english class on fandom i teach people how to uh fake fight in their underwear and we're both lunatics (laughs) because they're like they're like trying to cure coronavirus and we're over here like well we deserve to make a podcast about our goofy things yeah (laughs) (laughs) they can make their own this is so ego-driven. We're both lunatics. What? <laughs> <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, I can't say that you're entirely wrong, but, and this might be an egotistical thing to say, even though I mean it in a way that's not, why say something if you don't think it's worth saying? That's true. I think everything I say is worth saying, though. I, I am a real life well, that's the point. person who walks around thinking I'm a genius. What was the, the saying? Uh, Horton the Elephant of Dr. Seuss fame. Uh, I feel like I'm, I'm bastardizing the quote because I think it's, memor- it's the way people remember it isn't exactly what it is, but it's, you know, I say what I mean and I mean what I say, right? Yes, you know, Horton, the famous elephant. <laughs> the famous elephant, Horton. I, I also want to point out that I'm surrounded by all of these books, all of these, you know, nice little texts that I, I use in my, my teaching and my own research and quoting doctors. Like a grown-up. Like a real adult. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have very large books as well that make me look educated, but they're all stupid. They're all like, I have like 15 different versions of Alice in Wonderland because if you want to talk about weird stuff, I am in love with Alice in Wonderland. Mm. I have Alice in Wonderland and how it relates to quantum oh. physics. Ooh. I have Alice in Wonderland and how it relates to philosophy. I got all of them. I need to know Save every this. Save this. Stuff. See, remember when I try to bully you into structuring um a podcast <laughs> like that's really interesting yeah well, well i'm, I'm like, sold all of we'll the things surrounded... isn't about tetsuo the bullet man <laughs> but that's every episode <laughs> yeah our third host 
Here he is, fresh from Tokyo, Japan. He's made of metal, Tetsuo the Bullet Man. You know, I'm almost tempted to uh, ponder if... (laughs) I'm sorry, I just... Did you also look at Twitter? What about Twitter? I... (laughs) I just uh, saw a, a reply from fellow One Direction fan, Ace Perry. Um, <laughs> and I was like, yes, I feel like that's the validation I need um, as I continue to record a podcast with um, someone who hasn't seen the light um, quite yet. But <laughs> what I was going to say is I'm wondering if we should steer toward um, something like a conclusion because I think we have inadvertently found episode one. How far are we into this? How long have we been recording? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I, I haven't been keeping time. <laughs> I haven't either. I don't, it could be 4 a.m. Uh, it's 2.23. Oh, no, and now I'm revealing that we're recording this at 2 in the morning. What else do we have to do? <laughs> My options are do this podcast at two o'clock in the morning or, or mm. finish Tetsuo the Bullet Man. Okay. And I'm going to say don't do that yet because that is what I'm saying, I think, is episode one. Episode one, like the pilot or the continuation of the pilot? <laughs> okay. I think the continuation of the pilot. Let's be honest. No one's ever listened to this. We've lied to ourselves. Either this that is the buildup. This is the buildup. Either either no one listens to this, or we become irrationally famous solely off of our commentary on our lives in a weird Japanese movie from the eighties. Okay, so you know the answer is going to be the first one, right? <laughs> I'm hoping for the first one. That's the <laughs> no problem. one listens to it. Here's the thing, though. This is why I said we should record a pilot episode and not episode one, is because the pilot sucks. Like, the pilot should suck, right? It's only interesting when you look back and you say, oh, wow, it's actually got pretty good. That's the disclaimer. For anyone who's listening, <laughs> if you for any reason have any qualms, this is the cold open. Day, just remember, this isn't real. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. This is all the pilot episode. I mean, basically, basically, we we get ourselves into something comfortable, and then we record something that might be good. I have so many things to talk about still. We didn't talk about anything. And I think that's a great introduction. (laughs) I told you we didn't need a structure. Structures for cowards. I think anyone that listens to this knows we need a structure. <laughs> that is our first battle. Tweet hashtag cowards if you think we need a structure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna be tweeting this from from my from my account. I can't wait until we get zero tweets or five hundred. We're not getting five hundred. <laughs> yes, we're famous podcasters now. You know what? I'm getting so many ideas that we can't, I don't want to say waste, but we can't give away in the pilot. You know what I can give away? Is that you gave me a third Twitter and now I'm overwhelmed with power. (laughs) Is this the end of our podcast? You breaking down? (laughs) I am Kylo Ren right now. I control the world because I have three podcast or three Twitter accounts. Yes. Welcome to our podcast. Tetsuo the Bullet Man. (laughs) I feel like, I don't know how long this has been, but I feel like this is the end. This is great. This is great. Planet Strange. Follow us on Twitter, at Trip Cassidy. And Scholar and Elbow. And what is the, and what is the Planet Strange? At Trip and Tam. And follow Tetsuo the Bullet Man, who I'll be making a Twitter for very shortly, so I have control of four accounts. Oh, power really has gone to his head. (laughs) 
All right. Thanks. Well, I guess <laughs> that's the end. I wonder, I'm, I'm glad no one else says that to end anything. <laughs> that's original content we can bring. Lots of <laughs> All right. I guess this is goodbye until the next one.